Hello world, hello nerds, and welcome to yet another wonderful, fun-filled episode of Nerd Candy and me. It's Dolly Marie, and I am Nerd Candy. And along with me, here we go, naming gaming guru. <laughs> I can't. I'm already stuttering. Wow, I'm a stuttering Stanley today. But the gaming guru, the guy in the chair, Edwin. Hello, hello. All right, so. I had to go down the rabbit hole this week to get you guys what's going on in, in movies and news. So, it's, it's going to be a little interesting. Hmm. Interessante. <laughs> so, let's just dive right in. Um, of course, any like jingling or <laughs> other chomping in the background is courtesy of... The doctor. Our new member. Well, he's already official. He's well, yeah. Official <laughs> so it's the doctor. He's not even paying attention to me, which is awesome. Okay. So we're going to start with... You've seen the girl in the with the dragon tattoo? Uh, yes. Oh. I, wait. You mean, have I seen the movie? Yeah. Uh, no. I've read the books, but I haven't... Uh... But seen you're, the movie. you're aware of it. I'm aware of it, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I know there's like a series of them. Mm-hmm. So the latest in the series is The Girl in the Spiderweb. Yep. That's coming to Blu-ray, DVD, and digital download next Tuesday, the 5th. Oh, nice. Of February. Yep. So, I mean, I've seen pieces of the movies. I know my brother is a big fan of the franchise. I know there are a lot of people out there who are a big fan of the franchise. So I'm like, let's start with giving you some Elizabeth Salander, you know, that's the name of the character. Yeah, the movie is pretty interesting, you know. It does uh, bring up interesting topics. It's just, I just have to see them. Yeah, well, the preview on the last one, it, she looks super kicked butt, and I was like, you know, I wanted to see it, and then, I don't know, it slipped through the cracks. So <laughs> at least now it's coming to DVD and Blu-ray, we can watch it. Oh, yeah. This one involves spies and cyber criminals and corrupt government. Oh, my. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and also coming to Blu-ray and DVD and all those digital downloads and all that fun stuff is The Grinch, the Benedict Cumberbatch version. Eh, it'd be worth to, you know, get and see, even though uh, not that many people enjoyed it. I, I've heard... Nothing but not good reviews on it. <laughs> and over the age of five, I don't think I've heard a good review. <laughs> but then again, we probably just have to see it and just see for ourselves. You know oh, I mean? and then some people are just crotchety and they don't like seeing new. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you read my brain. But you know, but then again, like I said, we'll we'll probably just have to. Either <laughs> wait until you see if your brother gets it, or if it pops up somewhere on Netflix or in Hulu or on Amazon, and you know even HBO. No, it'll take a while before coming into HBO, but you know maybe it's funny because uh, that's what Doctor's playing with right now is a treat dispenser from his uh, bark box that's Grinch inspired, <laughs> and like, he he loves it. He does. <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're all used to 
the the crotchety, grumpy, grumbly, deep-voiced Grinch. And then you have Benedict Cumberbatch, who has a fantastically deep, like, profound voice, who does this, like, my eyes, like, voice for the Grinch. And it's like, what? Yeah, that kind of, like, threw me off for a minute. And I was like, whoa, yeah. this is not your typical Grinch. No, and it sounds like Jason Sudeikis, and it's like, wait, but it's not Jason Sudeikis. It's Benedict Cumberbatch. It's like, what the heck is going on? So I think that is a, a part. I plays a big part of it. It's just a complete different take that we're not used to on the Grinch. So I don't know. Like I said, we'll just have to sit down one day and you know wherever it pops up and just give it a look. And since we're speaking of you know Benedict Cumberbatch. That makes me also think of, you know, the Avengers and Endgame and Civil War and all that jazz. Which made me think of some other characters and some other beloved actors like David Bautista. Oh. He's going to be one of the main characters or one of the characters he's cast for the Dune reboot. Well, that just makes it, makes it even more interesting now. Yeah, because Dune... Um, because you said you're not familiar... I'm not familiar with the movie, but I'm familiar with the PC games. Okay. So, I don't know the PC games as well, but I know the the movie, the original, that came out in 1984. And it follows the story of um, the one character. I forget his name. But they live on the planet of Ericus, which is the desert planet Dune. And it follows his story. And the new movie seems to, from what I've read, the, the plot is almost the same. So it's a complete remake of the movie. It doesn't seem like it's taking place later in the story. It feels like it's going to be along the same lines as the original 1984 film. Which, of course, a lot of people haven't seen in this generation. I think I seen it once when I was really little. That's what I'm saying. If they did, they probably don't even remember <laughs> Yeah, and it came out in 84. I wasn't even born, like, I wasn't, I wasn't even, even cognitive born yet. yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw it as a, a, a young teenager, probably, because I like a lot of sci-fi movies. So, I'll watch, if something sci-fi comes on, I'll watch it. I'm like, oh, look, sci-fi. Yep, pretty much like my mom. She's, she's the one that pretty much got me into sci-fi. So, like I said, just like you, if I seen it, I was little, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. So, the the... It follows the family, and does how is the video game similar to that? Ah, uh, that was so long that I've played it. I know it's a it, it's a classic turn based uh, PC game, but story wise, right now it doesn't pop and nothing pops into mind right now. Okay, because it follows the character Paul Atreides. Didis, I can't pronounce his name. Um, and the, the new movie, it follows him as well. And it's the same thing. His dad, Duke is in it, which in the original movie, his dad, Duke was assassinated and it started this whole, that's where all the whole like arc of the story is. And guess who's playing Duke? Batista. No. <laughs> Poe. You mean like oh Dameron? I was about to say as uh, <laughs> you know, rebel pilot from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, 
he is going to be playing uh, his father, Duke. That's kind of cool because he's been he's been doing some great movies after Star Wars. I just I I need me more Poe. There's mm-hmm. not enough Poe in the world, so we need more Poe. <laughs> oh yeah, like have you seen um, Ex Machina? Uh, that one's pretty good. I read about it. He's in it, and he did pretty good. And Zendaya is going to be in it too. Who? Zendaya. Who's that? The one who plays Mary Jane in Spider Man, Homecoming. Ah, uh, okay. She's okay, also okay. in The Greatest Showman. Yes, I, I and then she okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she popped into my head all of a sudden. Took a minute, but bing, there she is. Light bulb. <laughs> but yeah, she's also in it. So uh, there's a couple other actors that have already been cast for it. But those are the ones that kind of really grasp my attention. Because, I mean, we have Poe, Star Wars. We have Zendaya, who in my mind, I think Spider-Man. And Bautista, of course. Drax. He, Drax, uh, what, he, he came out in uh, the Riddick movie, but... Drax by far is yeah, like, his most notable, <laughs> his character, most notable right character. But he was also in Blade twenty forty nine. Blade Runner. Blade Runner, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. The director of the new Dune reboot is the same guy. That directed Blade Runner? Yeah. Oh, Dennis then. Villanueva. Then the movie's gonna be amazing then because he did phenomenal with Blade Runner. The Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the new one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's gonna be doing that. So that, that gives me kind of a hope for it. It seems like he's been picking up all these older movies that we enjoyed and kind of giving them a, a refreshing look. So I don't think... Because with Blade Runner, at first I was like, what, is it a remake? I, that's what I really thought at first. And then when I started watching, I'm like, no. When I see Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford? Yes. Okay. That's Decker. Yeah. It's him and someone else kind of, like, their ma- their names kind of <laughs> blend together. But, yeah, when I saw Harrison Ford, I'm like, no, no, definitely not a remake. Like, because that's completely this is, this is a new story. <laughs> but, so, we'll see how he takes the Dune movie, which is a, a beloved sci-fi classic, and sees how he takes it. Hopefully it comes out great, because Blade Runner uh, 20, what was it, 2029, was it? 2049. 2049. That that was great. And, you know, he did a great job in still keeping it within the timeline of, of the Blade Runner series. So I, I can't wait. When is it? When does it come out? Uh, there, I don't see a date yet. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not to a date be yet. Yeah. It, they're still bringing cast on. But the funny thing is, too, they're like, oh, it's in a distant future. And I'm like, yeah, very distant future. If you know the original. The original takes place in the year 10,000, like 10,199 or something like that. In a galaxy far, far away. 10,191. That's the year. Yeah, that's that's pretty out there. Because we're only in 2000, yeah. That's a little more than 8,000 years from now. <laughs> Definitely a distant future. Very distant future. <laughs> but it does look like it's like, it's got the makings of being something good. I can't say it looks like it's going to be good because I haven't seen any, you know, images or set footage yet. But it has the makings. But, hey, you know, so far the actors that they've announced and the director, you know. Yeah, and let's see who will control the spice. 
That's the, that's what the whole movie's about. It's controlling the spice, which is like uh, a, a what is it like a, a thing that uh, it's only mined on that one planet, and it's, it's like, like a piece of like, like currency or something like that. Well, it's it's a nutrient that's only mined on that com- that planet that helps like with um, everlasting life or something like that. Again, don't attack <laughs> if you've watched Dude. I am just reporting what I know. What we've read. <laughs> which which is very little. I need to go back and like rewatch the classics. There's a few classic movies that I really want to sit down and have the time and just watch. Because if you don't start a classic, I mean, where are you going to go? So, speaking of where we're going to go, Alita, Battle Angel, going there. Coming out on February 14th. Yes, Valentine's Day. I think that's a good val- way to spend Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Watching a, you know, a kick-ass movie? Hells yeah. Yeah, and you said that that you've heard that they're, it's staying through the manga. Oh, yeah. And not just story-wise, but character-wise and visual, like visuals. Because it's like you're reading the manga. It's just popping out at you. And that's what I'm liking of these... Uh, new directors that are coming out and actually tackling these type of movies you know they they're not just how do you put it overly whitewashing them exactly and then ghost in the shell that one could have she could have done so much better in that movie but then again the director that they had for it you know but anyways she shouldn't have been cast i am sorry (laughs) but i mean she 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 did look the part as kuzanagi but eh but I'm gonna keep saying no. I know. But Alita, <laughs> the graphics look amazing it on ha- that one. Like it said, really, it, it really has does. Because it has to bring in that, you know, futuristic cyberpunk feel to it. Yeah, and how else are you gonna do that without amazing graphics? Mm-hmm. Like, I like animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> I like puppets. We need more puppets in this world. I just can't. Can't wait to watch the movie and really enjoy it. And hopefully they have a puppet. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, the art of uh, Jim Henson's Muppets is is dying. I feel I miss Muppets. Yeah, well, pretty much, you know now pretty much everything can be done with a computer. Well, no, I I, I can't. I'm lying because some of the Star Wars stuff, the newer ones, have like kind of been using more set stuff, not just animatronics. So that's good. That's what I like. That's what I want. I want it, not all of it to be CGI. I mean, that's one of the things from The Last Jedi when, uh, spoilers if whoever hasn't seen it up to this time. Oh, God. Don't even <laughs> say spoiler. Just speak. Um, when Yoda, the original Yoda. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I was like, wait a second. That's not the CGI Yoda. That's the puppets. actual Yoda. I need puppets. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, I need that. I like that. It's more realistic. Like, it's cool having the graphics and the amazing graphics, and I'm sure Lee is gonna be amazing. But sometimes I miss, I miss a simple life. <laughs> <laughs> Master, you are, but learn more. You must. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, speaking of horrible things, Hobson Shaw. I don't know. I. I... I mean, 
he's trying to take the Fast and the Furious in a different direction, but this movie just, it's just so steroid-filled. Explosion, explosion, explosion! <laughs> Is it Michael Bay directing the movie by That's any chance? That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. I'm like, oh my god, all we need is plot holes in this Michael Bay film. <laughs> explosion, 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 plot twist, explosions! <laughs> Forget previous plot twists and more explosions! <laughs> but, sir, that does not make sense with the story. Don't care, more explosions! It's okay, we covered up with explosions! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I was watching it, and I'm like, wait, wait, Idris Alba is a superhuman. So he's basically the Winter Soldier. Pretty, yeah, right? That's, I don't know. And I'm like, isn't the Fast and Furious, like, it started off taking place in real life, and that's why I love the first movie, because the original Fast and the Furious movie was camera angles and it was story driven and it wasn't all this crazy flashiness yes we had awesome freaking cars in it but it wasn't all this super unrealistic explosions and superhumans and sci-fi and i'm like what the guano is going on here like i said it just it just steered away so much and I'm like, where's where's the street racing? There is none. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's pretty much what it's the first become, one was all about. It's become a... It was a sci-fi action movie. Because they said, what, the next Fast and the Furious movie is going to be in space. And it's like, are you serious? I, I don't know if that's real. I think people are just being sarcastic because they're like, well, the next step is space, obviously, because, you know... What? Where else are you going to go? What, Vin Diesel is going to hijack a freaking rocket? Mm. I mean, damn. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's just, like, oh, my God. And I love The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Like, DJ is awesome. I love Titan Games. Like, I watch it religiously every week. He's a great motivational guy, but what is up with this movie? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, too much flexing. Like, can he knocked himself out with one of his muscles and gave himself a concussion when he decided to make this movie? That's what I'm saying. It's so steroid fueled. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, they're jumping out of a, you know, out of. I don't even know how, how tall the freaking. Yeah, he literally jumps off a skyscraper. And like literally lands on one of the guy, you know, and one then of the jumps bad guys. To the other guy, <laughs> and then jumps. In. I'm like, what? The French toast. It's like what the guano is like. Serious? Like this is not realistic at all. No. Like at all. No. It went from like <laughs> realism in car racing to jumping out of buildings and superhumans. It's like what this did that this escalated. Yeah, that's another thing. Like Ildris. Am I spelling Idris Alba. Idris Alba, yeah. You know, he's bulletproof, superhuman, and it's like, um, why? Opening portals to Asgard next? I mean, what the heck? Are we just going to Marvel cross over it? Might uh, as well. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, is this like the origin story to Heimdall? It's like, what's going on here? It's really, seriously. <laughs> I, that's all I was thinking the whole thing. I'm like, what is going on? 
Either that or or the the Dark Tower. Uh, that too. Is where it became the shooter. The gunslinger. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll probably watch it just for guanos and giggles, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like even on my notebook, I put a, a frowny face. Right, because it's just so okay. So much he's been I talking. I was hoping. I was hoping because I've been watching his um his Instagram, and I'm like, I saw that he's gonna have a bunch of Samoans there, you know, with him, and they have like. This whole like Samoan fight scene, this little Samoan battle royale. Yeah, and I was like, I got excited about that, and then I saw this trailer, and I'm like, oh, well, no, that just that just like crushed my heart. I'm like, is this the same movie? <laughs> it's like he's he, is he gonna invoke the you know secret powers of Hawaii to to to? No, he's gonna invoke the powers of Maui. I was gonna say he's gonna turn into Maui officially. <laughs> and then it's gonna just... be Maui versus Hindale. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eh, pass. <laughs> uh, it just hurts my soul. I I had so much like hope for it because I'm like, please let's let's give the Rock a, a a good movie. I can't get back those three minutes of just pure what the guano. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that's basically where my face was, too. <laughs> it's like, I can't get these three minutes back now. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of trailers, the Captain Marvel trailer actually kind of reveals a little bit of what's going to happen in her future. I think I read about that, but I have not seen the the actual new trailer. Because I know they said that supposedly it kind of like... Well, they showed too much of what might happen. Not so they show too much, is they kind of just hint at the future. Okay. Because when she's like the pilot and she's with her friend, mm-hmm. her friend is actually, um, oh my god, the Phantom's mother, the Photon, Photon, Photon. Mm-hmm. Name doesn't sound familiar right now. Photon is another superhero who acquires her powers similar to the way that um danvers did okay where like an explosion in her face and she becomes like really she has all the powers of like vision and because like, she can transplant through walls she can um go invisible plus she can like shoot beams out of her hands interesting yeah so she's a really high powered um super hero where like her powers are almost like too strong where it they're really dangerous she op yeah she's way op (laughs) so her mom is her friend in the the air force Uh, okay gotcha and then they actually show um danvers high five her on the porch oh remember she comes out in her suit and she's like what do you think pretty cool or something. I don't know what the little girl says, but she says something and then they high five. Okay. That little girl's going to become Photon. Nice. And that, what, she's going to be in the Avengers? Or she's going to be in the Captain Marvel movie? Might be in the Captain Marvel 2 movie. Okay. Which won't come out till obviously after Doctor Strange 2 movie. Okay. So, I'm thinking, and, and I read this too and it makes sense that like Doctor Strange... End credit will probably 
hint at her because you know how he's always really interested in the the, the challenging mysteries of the universe and her 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 acquiring her powers and her powers themselves fascinate him in the comics so but she originally in the comic books comes out in spider-man okay she's introduced in spider-man damn I don't, and i'm a spider-man fan i can't really it doesn't that doesn't click yeah so she's she goes from spider-man but she does work with Mar the captain marvel so it's gonna be interesting to see like i oh, i was reading that i was like oh i've heard of her but I didn't know too much, so I started looking a little more, like I said, diving down the rabbit hole, yeah. trying to find some more information about her. But I mean, that's kind of cool that they're bringing in, like, new superheroes, not just your staple superheroes. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, I mean, Marvel has so many superheroes. Way too many. Like, good and bad. They have some horrible ones, too. You know, hint, hint, Adam Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saying bad ones. <laughs> But I'm not gonna let that one go. I know, I know. Every week I'm gonna hear about Adam Warlock. Yes, yes, you are. Until I, we see Adam Warlock. I mean, he was hinted in Guardians of the Galaxy two end credits, but <laughs> come on, it's been what? How many movies now since that? We've already discussed this. I know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying that the Marvel has so many supers and so many villains, so they have a plethora, I would say. They have a whole list that they can take out of, and it's not like they yes, can. It's yes. not like they can just be stale. They'll be like, "Hmm, let's see, let's take this one out." But would you say it was a plethora? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love that movie. You know what movie that's from, right? Uh, maybe. Three Amigos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the bad guy. Wow. <laughs> it's a plethora. <laughs> My brother and I have been doing that our whole life because of that movie. Anytime I can find a way to use the word plethora. But you can't just say plethora. I have to say plethora. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I can't help myself. Good classic movie. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So, okay. So now I'm bringing it back around to DC. Hmm. <laughs> that did not sound very enthused. It's like, what can DC bring? What can they do now? Well, as we know, it's the end of Batfleck. Uh, yep. Which I'm okay with. because I, And it's not his fault. I actually, he was the one thing I didn't hate completely of the new DC, like, extended universe. Again, do not, like, try to, like, hang and lynch me and burn me at the stake. But he wasn't... Bruce Wayne, he was definitely Thomas Wayne, but he wasn't the worst part of the movies. I kind of I kind of like Affleck as as Batman. He was a good Batman, but not good Bruce Wayne. You know, either or, I, I I enjoyed watching him. You know, give his own uh, twist and and uh, feel to Batman. Well, because as we know, he was supposed to direct his own solo Batman movie. But the studio wasn't, like, giving him any breathing room. They wanted to just push the movie out and just hurry through it and just throw something out, basically. And he was trying to make a good script and he want, he, and creative differences, 
we'll say. He teased it down in like 2017. Because that's when he was working on it. And they brought on a new director, Matt Reeves. And he's going to be directing, he's going to call it The Batman. I wonder who's going to take the the mantle of Batman now. Because they haven't they haven't really announced any, no, that's any because, ideas. No, that's because him and the studio are kind of like not agreeing on the age. Hmm. He wants a younger Batman in his 20s. And oh, the so, so studio much... wants it more in his like 30s. So pretty much like Batman when he's at his prime. Yeah. Not when he's already been Batman for several years. Yeah. Okay. So he wants the younger, fresh-faced, you know, actor in his, you know, 20s to play Batman. He actually is going to go with a noir, a noir style Batman. He wants to focus on Batman being the greatest detective alive. I don't I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, I mean, Batman did come out in detective comments, and, and oh no, yes, his he, being his detective abilities—he's the greatest is, detective out there. I get it, but yeah, so he wants to kind of highlight that aspect of Batman that hasn't really been shown in any of the movies before. He doesn't want to show the millionaire playboy who just has a bunch of gadgets and goes around, whatever. He kind of wants to show more of the, the I mean in the Dark Knight detective in the Dark Knight series it showed how great of a detective he is. I don't think so. I don't know. That the whole noir I don't know. I don't It's not going to be like a black and white film. No, when I, I say I mean, noir means like, you know, this is that old school detective feel to it. They he wants to show more of his detecting ability, his him deducing and Finding the solution and, you know, kind of highlight that more than him just kicking butt and taking names and flying around the city in the darkness and brooding. I mean, that's what Batman is. <laughs> well, but Batman is, like, you know. bat, like you said, you've already said it. Batman is a great detective alive. Yeah, he's the greatest detective ever, yeah. So he wants to focus more on that. I don't think, I, I, I'm kind of... A little excited about that. I want well, let, to see a nice new you know, take on Batman. Let's see what he brings to the table, and let's see who's gonna, you know, don a, you know, don the cowl. So let's see. Yeah, because he, like I said, he wants someone younger to show, like, just the intellect behind Batman. Which, honestly, if you are a Batman fan, you know, Batman is that's he doesn't technically have a superhero, but that's kind of his superpower is that he is super intelligent and he's very persistent <laughs> yeah but he's also very uh, astute he pays attention to the details to the little he sees detail. everything because he's always paying attention that's why he's looking in the shadows because you guys are flashing around or whatever and he's just watching what you're doing and figuring you out yeah that but that's why it's so awesome how he can literally bring down everybody in the justice league well that's why I think this this direction and going to, for the Batman is good, because of all all the things we just agreed on. That's kind of what the, he wants to show off more of, like the intellect, the brain, the thought process behind Batman. Well, like I said, let let's see, let, let's see what he brings. 
And his original script was 160 pages. Hopefully, you know, they won't have any issues with, you know, with his script than what, you know, Affleck Oh, had. no, he's already, like, he's still rewriting. So, if you know anything about script writing, a page equals a minute, typically, is, like, the rule of thumb. Okay. So, 160 pages is 160 minutes, so that's over two hours, almost three hours. That's how much film he had written. He's, like, cutting it back, you know, he's doing his revisions and bringing it back, you know, trying to make more of a solid story. And then, like, let's make sure we have a good, solid villain, a good story arc, and... That's what I'm saying, like, if they're going to do that, who, like, let's just brainstorm right now, who would be a good villain? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me who was going to be a good Batman. No, I mean, like, Batman... Who knows? But you know villain. who wants it? Who? Nick Jonas. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please no. Yeah, yeah. As soon as like the day after they they put the whole announcement, he went to Twitter. He's like, so since you know Batman or Ben Affleck's hanging out the cowl, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> but yeah, like who who you think would be the perfect villain? And I mean. Not a villain that we've seen yet. I don't know. That's what I... The, again, Batman himself has a whole bunch of villains that he we haven't been able to see on screen that he fights constantly. Not just the Joker. Not just um, Bane and the Penguin. Which we haven't seen a good Penguin since... Well, no. Since Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito was great. Gotham has the Penguin on there. And the Riddler. So, like... It'd be nice to see a nice, fresh villain. Someone that we don't know everything about already. That, you know, especially the younger audiences don't aren't familiar with. That'd be good. That's what I'm saying. Who, though? <laughs> I, I don't know. There's so many. Like, I think uh, they announced that... Um... Birds of Prey is going to be Black Mask, but I, I don't I don't know if that's confirmed or not. <laughs> I forgot about that movie completely. <laughs> um, it's not even on my notes. <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't. I'm it, like, well, Man. it wasn't. It was more like a teaser, like a couple seconds. I didn't even watch that. I um, saw the photos of Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn, but yeah, they said that supposedly um, Ewan or Ian McGregor mm-hmm. is going to be Black Mask. But like I said, I don't think it's been confirmed, or maybe it has. I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me because Margot Robbie, like, she pulls it off to a certain extent. She doesn't have that comedic timing for the one-liners that, you know, you need to have for Harley Quinn. And people probably be upset with me for saying that, but I'm not a fan I think that's why I'm I'm hoping so much for the, a fresh take on everything. Like scrap everything and start from the beginning? Well, because they're already kind of, in a way, they're doing like soft reboots of everything. Because the whole the Batman and it taking place in, you know, an earlier time. All that is kind of because Warner Brothers wants to take a, a hard turn. Because they see how the Justice League and all that did. And they're trying to, like, do a soft reboot of it, of the whole franchise. 
without getting rid of their money makers, which is Momoa and Gal Gadot. <laughs> I mean, for this new Batman, I would. Ewan McGregor is confirmed as a black mask. He is? For the record. Okay. Yes. That would be an interesting take. Seeing him as a as a villain, especially the black mask. Right, Rosie Perez is in it. Who's she playing? Renee Montoya. Doesn't sound familiar. No. Probably like a like a thug or an underboss or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. Everyone loves Margot Robbie as her, and I'm not as Harley. Yeah, I'm not as sold. I mean, she has the look. She has the persona. Maybe she'll shine in her own, you know, in her own movie. She doesn't have the timing, though. Like, when someone says something and she's supposed to, like, you know, have that quirky little comeback. Like, she's, like, her timing is off to where it was, like, if you would have said it maybe a couple seconds earlier, that would have been funny. We kind of paused too long because now it's not funny. It's like the comedic timing necessary for to pull off those things. I don't feel she has. And that was, I don't know, maybe she'll do better in this movie. And maybe it was just the the really bad editing of the last movie. We'll see, but I don't know. I was like, maybe, maybe she'll do better in this one. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, you're gonna do it. But um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was talking about the Batman. They actually even have a date for the movie. If they're supposed to a release date for the movie. For Birds of Prey. No, for the Batman. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, what for when? June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. That so, gives that gives them more than enough time. Yeah. At first. I had a blonde moment, and I'm like, 2021, that's too soon. That's next year. And I'm like, wait, we're in... We're in 19. Yeah, we're 19, not 20. But (laughs) it's the beginning of the year. It's just that first month and a half where you have to, like, realize, what year am I in? (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you boy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, did you know that Army Hammer was supposed to be Batman at one time? Who? Army Hammer. You seen Man from Uncle? Uh, no. You haven't seen The Man from Uncle? Nope. Oh my God. I love that movie because of Henry Cavill. That's a really good Henry Cavill movie. But but you've seen the pictures and the trailers and everything. Uh, maybe? He's the guy that's not Henry Cavill in The Man from Uncle. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, that would have been really good. Cause he's really good in that movie. We need to make you watch that movie. Because that's a good movie. It's a good spy movie. Henry okay. Cavill does an amazing job in it. And he's smug and sarcastic and smarmy. <laughs> British, you know. Sort of kind of like Archer? He's a British spy. And he's all, not so much, not so much like <laughs> Archer. But he's like, kind of like, pompous. And like, oh. And he... I liked it. It was really suave. And then Army Hammer plays the, I believe it's Russian spy that ends up working together with the British spy to take down the bad guys 
and their dynamic was great. And I was thinking, I'm like, wow, he's supposed to be Batman. What if they would have put him in Batman, um, Batman vs Superman instead of Ben Affleck? That would have been interesting because those two, the two actors themselves have a good chemistry and they play well off each other. And that would have made a completely different movie. Nothing uh, against Ben Affleck again, but it would have made a completely different movie if they would have used him for that movie instead. Huh. He was supposed to be Batman in a, a different movie that was scrapped by WB. Huh. I guess I'm going to have to, you know, invoke my speedster powers and go back in time. <laughs> 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 and see what could have been. I know. It's an alternate timeline, please. Maybe all this DCEU stuff would go away. <laughs> Maybe in a different timeline, it's Marvel that's doing bad and DC's the one that's doing good. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's a Twilight Zone. <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> okay, and in gaming, we have really nothing much going on, right? Uh, pretty much, let's just put it this way, January pretty much ended in a high note. Uh, January 29th is when uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 finally came out. After 12 years, I believe. 13. 13 years. Yeah, yeah. And I remember playing Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2 in the PlayStation 2. <laughs> it's like a buddy of mine that I was speaking, uh, speaking with earlier. Um, he bought it. And he's like, this game is amazing. And I was like, we've been waiting for it for how long? 13 years? It better be good. You know, and he's been showing me a couple of uh, gameplay uh, game gameplay clips from it. And he pretty much sold me. Like, I was really waiting on probably just waiting it out, see what everybody was going to, you know, post about it. And then be like, eh, maybe think about it. But now... You know, him telling me and him showing me is like, oh, now I need to get it because that'll be awesome to finish off the series. You know, they they say that the ending of the game really, it brings, it brings all the games full circle. So that's, to me, that's pretty awesome, especially coming from a action RPG game. So I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, I, I watched all, like, the clips and stuff when they were announcing it, and it looked like it was going to be really good. And I love Disney, so... And I get why they took a while to uh, to release it, because originally it was going to be coming out on, I think it was 2017, but then again, remember, they all of a sudden Disney came out with Frozen, Moana, uh, Monsters University, you know, Toy Story 3... Was it Toy Story 3? Yes, Toy Story. Yeah, St there's a whole slew of Disney There's a whole bunch of other out. Disney movies that came out, and they were like, you know, Square Enix and Disney were like, er, wait, hold on, let's dial it back a little bit and bring in these new characters. So like that, when the game comes out, it'd be like, wait, you forgot this one, and you forgot that one. You know, like, they wanted to not only capture the older players that played it before, but also the new, uh, the new crowd coming in, playing it as well. So, like I said, I can't wait to get my hands on it. I mean, that's that's the smart thing in business. It's always to bring in a new audience. Where else are you going to get your money from? <laughs> yeah, that's why when I when I heard that they were going to, you know, postpone the launch a little bit, I was like, eh, okay, the reason that they gave, you know, like I explained, that's a good reason. You know, I'm not going to go crazy like with Metroid Prime 4 where they scrapped everything, which it's understandable. They weren't agreeing with, you know, what was going on and they just scrapped it to start all over again. But it's like, Which oh. is respectable. 
yeah, it's respectful. But then again, at the same time, like even Nintendo um, posted a video of the uh, director or no, not director, the CEO of Nintendo actually posted an apology video for the what happened with Metroid, uh, Metroid Prime 4. So I was like, wow, to actually have the CEO make a video, an apology, be like, okay, you know, we're sorry, but we weren't happy with the product that um, that was made at the moment. So we're going to scrap it, start it all over again. We are so sorry, but we will keep you guys posted. You know, it's like, it's respectable. Exactly. It, it's classy. Oh, yeah. And you don't really see that many um, industries or studios or even companies do that. Yeah, because it, it's a nod and a respect to the fans. Oh, yeah. Which I appreciate. You know, it's not like, and I know there's going to be a lot of gamers out there on my side on this one. Like a couple years back, uh, there was this one game coming out for the Xbox One called Scalebound. But for some reason, Microsoft just decided to shut the doors for that developing company. And it's like, okay, you showed us the trailer. The trailer looked amazing. And now it's never coming out. They never gave, they never really gave a reason. Like, obviously, they give out. You know, there was a post out like, oh, money, whatever, contracts, whatever. You know what I mean? They could have they, they come up with something a lot, a better explanation than that. You know, so it's like. I was really hoping to really play that game, but who knows? Maybe in the future, some other company will pick it up. Yeah, and you, you never got to play that one um, demo, right? For the Silent Hills. Right? Yeah. That one. I, me being... No, I'm saying the other last week you were trying to do a, a game preview or something. Oh, you're talking about to... um, Anthem. Yes, that one. The VIP demo for it, it was just horrible. You know, the servers were being the servers were being filled up way too fast, and it's like, okay, I paid to be able to have access to this VIP demo, and I can't even get in. And then not only that, but then server crashes, and just glitchy, you know, glitchy servers. Now, thank God, uh, today, February first. They actually have the servers working, and I got the chance to play a little bit of it. And my, uh, how can I put it? I'm not really thinking that negatively about the game. Okay, because I know at first, because of all the server crashes, you're like, how am I expecting a good game from a company that can't even maintain their servers? Yeah, because it was just horrible. It's like... How are you going to promise? Okay, yeah, here we go. VIP demo, you know, VIP demo, you know, you guys get to play the game for 3 days, you know, over the weekend and enjoy it and tell us how you, you know, how you feel about it, but then nobody can get in. And the ones who actually can get in are not leaving because they want to enjoy, you know, they know about the issues about trying to get back on. You know, so I kind of commend um or should I say I I I I'm kind of pleased that EA kind of shut the servers out for you know for a couple you know i think it was for like a week and revisioned everything that was going on opened up more servers and now it's a little bit more stable okay well that's good they learned and they they fixed it and they trying to appease the fans and then being ea that that company can sometimes just be like meh if it doesn't work it doesn't work (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. You know, <clears throat> Battlefield? Oh, not Battlefield. Um, Battlefront. The first <laughs> one. Oh, my God. That was horrible. You know, I want to pay a microtransaction to get on there? <laughs> you, yeah. No, not only that. That's that's actually one thing that some uh, people that have actually uh, pl- got the chance to play the VIP demo. And I've, I actually saw it as well not so long before we started recording. Um, 20 bucks for a skin for your javelin. It's like, what is this, Fortnite? Yeah, it's ridiculous. We're just going to fund Canada. <laughs> I mean, like, right now, EA said that they're going to shut it down. And, like, uh, yeah, did you not learn from Battlefront 2? Like, did you not learn what happened with the microtransactions on that one? It's like, come on, don't make the same mistake twice. Don't ruin an awesome game like you guys did with Battlefront 2. Yeah, to exactly. You know, so... Here's to Anthem. I uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know, honestly, you know they put a bad taste on my mouth with the VIP demo, but they redeemed themselves with the open beta. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is start- I, I remember you were very upset about. Oh, it. Oh, I really was upset because <laughs> I was I was really because it's a different take into it. It's not a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's a Destiny killer, but it's not really. Uh, that type of game it's focused more on cooperative play but not the type where you have to like find people to play with you can just go into the open world and other players will jump in and help you out or if not just free roam so and you got these mech style suits that you get to use and that's what brought my attention i was like wait a second mech suits hold on <laughs> you're, you're talking to my mecha side now and from what I got the chance to play a little bit earlier while you were while we, you know while you were setting up for for the recording it was great it flowed pretty nicely um you get to switch between javelins it's not like you know you're stuck to just one class like certain games or mm-hmm. pretty much like destiny that once you log in you have to choose what class and then that's it and then you have to go through that whole pain you know <laughs> pain yeah. of having to log out then log back in no on this one right before you go into a uh expedition mission or free play you get to choose what javelin you want to take with you on your uh, on your adventure so i was like oh that's cool i don't have to log out or anything i can just go into you know start my mission and then pick what suit i want to use i was like that's great that's cool I, I i enjoy that and the customizations of your javelin as well like you can really make them unique and i was like okay that's cool a lot of, a lot of armor pieces that you can you know, combine, and I was like, okay, that's, that's, okay, that's cool, I'm liking that, you know, custom, you know, customization, making my guy look awesome, that's cool. So we're gonna call this a redemption story? Yes, uh, EA really did, uh, redeem themselves with this demo, and it comes out, I think it's February 15th, I can't really remember right now, but I think, I know it comes out in this month, I think it's the 15th, so, who knows? Maybe I'll pick it up on that day. Maybe I won't. Who knows? <laughs> You'll probably, you know, if you see my my Twitch stream come up on our page, and there you go. I'm I'm actually playing it. And uh, other, I, you know, other than that, um, we got Crackdown Three with Terry Crews. Actually, he he's actually um, voicing the character. So that's gonna be that's gonna be funny. Terry Crews in his own video game where he can become this super strong uh, super soldier. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. You know, so 
Uh, I can't wait for it. I think it's the fifth. It comes out, and uh, the good the good thing is that I have Game Pass on on the Xbox One, so I actually get to play it for free. So, ha ha, yay Game Pass. <laughs> um, and for right now, those are the those are the two heavy hitters coming out for this month. I still have to see what else is going to be, you know, coming out for this month uh, as in new releases. But for you uh, Xbox and uh, PlayStation players out there for uh, February 4th on the PS Plus, we have For Honor and the first full season of Hitman, which I'm actually pretty uh, excited to give a try since uh, I can't remember when it came out. It came out, I think it was a year or two ago. Uh, It's episodical, but... I've heard a lot of good reviews about it, so I'm definitely gonna uh, stream that. And uh, also, I think it was about a year ago because I remember seeing it. Yeah, because right, because I think they put it on. I think it was a free weekend on the Xbox, but I didn't really get the chance to play it. I was probably playing God of War at that time. <laughs> um, also, for PS Plus for PlayStation threes, for you know, never know whoever still is playing with the PS three. They have uh, Dive Kick and Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. So they're pretty much ending uh, PS Plus for the PS3 on a high note on that one. Because on, I think it's March March 3rd, I think it is, is when they shut the... Yes, March 3rd, uh, March 5th, my bad, is when they're pretty much shutting down the servers for uh, PlayStation 3. So that's kind of cool. Or should I say the service for, for, for PS Plus per se. So that's that's pretty nice from Sony, you know, ending it on a high note for that. So here's rooting for you, PS3. So many nights that if uh, it's uh, entertained me. So <laughs> <laughs> here's to you, kid. <laughs> here's to you, kid. And uh, for my uh, Xbox players out there, for uh, Xbox Gold, we have, let's see what we have here. It's called Bloodstain, Curse of the Moon for February 1st, and Super Bomberman. And that's uh, Super Bomberman is going to be for uh, February February 15th, and Bloodstain is February 1st. And then for the Xbox games, uh, Xbox 360 games, we got Assassin's Creed Rogue for February 1st, and I'm excited for this one. For February 15th, we have Star Wars Jedi Knight's Jedi Academy. Ooh. And that's the story that um, when Luke actually started the Jedi Academy again. So I'm actually interested for that one as well. <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool. And uh, other than that, there's really not much going on yet. You know, Resident Evil 2 is still fresh, you know, still f- fresh. Came out February 25th. So I'm still enjoying it, even January though January 25th. January 25th. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm enjoying the game. I've already done the first two playthroughs with Leon and Claire, you know, and Claire. And no, I, I, I don't think I'm ever gonna get tired of that game. No, no, you're not. It's just, it's great because you played it the first time, and then when you go on the second round, you'd be like, Ah, I got this. This is a piece of cake. I know where everything is play second scenario and you're like oh crap um i'm lost <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, I heard you actually say that oh yeah i had like the... god this is kicking my butt <laughs> not only that but i had i literally had to quit the game delete it delete that save and start all over again because i messed up but yeah that's pretty much it 
Well, that seems like a good place to wrap it up then. Oh, yeah. All right. So, you know what to do. Like us, love us, subscribe, find us. We're everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and now on Stitcher, as well as any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can find us every week. We're going to be going Fridays strong every week. Um, Facebook.com. I am Nurcandy. Twitch. The guy in the chair with an underscore between every word. And a one for an eye. As well as on all the rest of social medias. I, uh, what is it? Instagram and Twitter. At I am Nurcandy underscore. It's I am underscore Nurcandy. There you go. <laughs> I can speak. I promise. But you know what that means? It's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> night, night, nerds. So, night, night, nerds. <laughs>